Precious tritium is the fuel that makes this podcast go. There's only 25 pounds of it on the whole planet. With great power comes great responsibility. Welcome back to Swinging Through Spider-Man. It has been a while, but uh, finally, I'm James Rushton, and that's Bradley Hughes. Um, it has been a while indeed. We have took a rather, I don't know, short or long, in, a, in the podcast world, it's a long hiatus. Yeah, it's a lengthy hiatus. We're back and ready to go. Um, anything you wanted to say, Brad, before we get started? Um, I just wanted to say uh, sorry for being away for so long to our dedicated followers. Um we have been key, we have been manning the Twitter, but we just haven't really been up to um, we haven't really been up to uh, creating a podcast. Um, unfortunately, the reason I come and took such a lengthy hiatus was um, my my brother in law um, unfortunately took his own life. Um, so it's it's hit the family pretty hard. Um, obviously, don't want to start this off on a downer. This is how come we took so long to get back onto sort of like. The wavelength to have fun and have a laugh and that, but we've covered, you know, topics in the past and disabilities and mental health. Mental health issues are a disability, and we use this podcast for good when we can to raise awareness, um, you know, and do do that little bit that we can. So, what what I basically wanted to say was. If you notice any of your friends maybe withdrawing themselves from the group or being a bit quiet or not particularly asking, like, you know, being themselves, just check up on them. Make sure that they're okay. Um, check out, you know, uh, charities such as Mind. Um, you know, I don't want to drag this on any longer than it needs to be, but that's basically in a nutshell why we've been off air. Um, obviously, anyone who's picking this up later on that hasn't been here for the hiatus, they're just going to come back to 100%, man. They're just going to come back to call me that, <laughs> like, like drag race style, 100%, like screaming down the road. Like, Whoa, that's a fucking downer. But, we um, don't break. We, we, know, we know not where the pedals are. <laughs> Barely know where the steering wheel is, mate. But um, now, nah, um, in all seriousness, I think that, um, we'd have felt terrible if anyone who listened to this podcast, and there are a, a number of you, if any of you felt as shit as you know Brad's brother-in-law did. So I think like it's important to actually address the real life issues and not kind of push them away. I mean, it, it is opening up personally, it's sharing you know an enormous thing from your private life. But I'd hate to think for one second that anyone who listened to this podcast would go through the same the same thing without us, you know, not trying or anything. Yeah, hundred percent. We're here for anybody. We. I've got so much time for anybody who wants to talk, even if it's over something stupid. If it just keeps you going throughout the day, even if this podcast keeps you going, then we've done something amazing at least once. 
Well, yeah, that's why we haven't been around and you can probably understand why, but um, there have been a number of changes and we are now part of a small independent network of podcasts from our city. It's called the Outpost.fm. Um, it's run by, well, the network we're part of, Podium, which is a really cool independent network that started up. And uh, I think they're really cool features. You know, you can look into it. If you're looking to get into podcasting, I think it's a really cool thing to do. But it's not just that. It's the cool people. Um, there's two other podcasts on the network. Uh, one is Beware of the Leopard, and now that's a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy podcast. It's much like a BBC panel show, like QI or something like that. I can get down or, with that. You know, exactly. And, uh, you know, it's got a rotating cast of people, and they go from the A through the A to Z of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I believe there are somewhere around M or L right now and there's a few episodes for you to catch up on and it's not just about hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy because i barely know anything about the series it's more so about their experiences with the book and i think that's a you know we can all get down that's awesome i did enjoy the movie with martin freeman in it and the uh the little robot is funner uh marvin the paranoid yes. android yeah yeah that's the uh the one um there's an also another one i do it's called fred and it's just uh two blokes dissecting life and it, it's cool to see it's more so a podcast about behind the scenes of the network and it's uh that leads us to another announcement i think we're actually going to be having a live show and i i believe we both have no idea how to do it but we've been invited to perform at the inaugural birmingham podcast festival i'm pretty sure none of you will be able to attend that unless you are planning to sell your kidney and fly over for a day however um there is one way you can help us and that's give us some oh, ideas yeah. because we have <laughs> we have got to make a swinging through spider-man live show and it could be anything from 15 to 30 minutes to an audience you know we know nothing about spider-man so presenting that idea to people who know nothing about us and nothing about spider-man yeah. or have worse have original pre-existing ideas of spider-man that we'll have to break down um it'll be difficult and uh, so if you've got any ideas, feel free to... I think I know what we're going to do. And it's you, you know what? I, you know the problem that I find with doing a live show in front of like a brand new fresh-faced crowd is that we've built up this universe around Spider-Man now where Doc Ock loves his KFC. You know, Green Goblin is just like a middle-aged man that just drinks warm ale. You know... How do you how do you get across such abstract thoughts to such a random group of people that may not even like Spider Man? I'll uh, I guess we'll have to ask Screech Spidey, um, run by two brothers who know improv well. Uh, actually, the festival's run by someone who does improv, so you can't get away from improv comedy or improv drama. So uh, yeah, if you if you the guys trick, could help, the trick is to say yes and yeah, but. Uh, I think I've got a good idea. Um, none of the ideas that we actually do on the podcast are going to work. Like we can't do the, the voices aren't going to work. You know, it'd just be us giggling to each other. Well, not, not, not with that. <laughs> but um, man, I think that's all the announcements. So it's swinging through Spider-Man. We'll probably be doing one a week from now on. We're part of the Outpost Network of small independent podcasts, but we're still independent if you get that. And we'll be having a live show. And of course, if you're sad, you can reach out to us at Spidey Podcast. With that in mind, Bradley, we have the second Spider-Man annual to do right now. Hold on, hold on. Before we dive into that, I do just want to reiterate that if you do have any issues, legit reach out to a friend. They have time. Anyone will have time. It's better than the alternative. Also, swinging through Spider-Man rule number one, if you remember it, 
stay hydrated. Yeah, no, hydration is the, the key to life. And uh, before we do kick off, actually, one last tiny little thing. Um, promote the pods. Abigail in charge of that got in a bit of an accident. She's in hospital. So uh, best wishes to her before we game because she's been an amazing fan. You know, just like us, doesn't know a single thing about Spider-Man. And yet she has supported this podcast so uh, valiantly. And she's had a, an unfortunate accident. And uh, she's a bit down and out for a bit. So uh, send her your love. We're sending our love. And uh, we'll see you upright, mobile, and uh, ready to get back into action soon. But, you know, when you're down and out, you can listen to as many podcasts as you like. So uh, get with it and catch up. I think that's about it, mate. Ready to go? Yep. Housekeeping out the way. Chomping at the bit, mate. Second Spider-Man annual. Our story starts on the outskirts of New York City. A chance meeting between a mysterious figure and two brutish criminals sets in motion our plot. This happens a lot in Spider-Man. It's, uh, it's, it's big scope, man. It's big scope. Works its way in. So these two brutes, they uh, kind of smash up a, a shop or you know, a jewellery store or a cafe or something. This mysterious figure walks by. After their display of recklessness, he approaches and demands that they work for him. Um, actually, he does genuinely demand it. You two, come over here. I've just smashed up a shop. You know, it's like in the middle of the Dark Knight bank robbery. <laughs> yeah, it's just someone walking over to the Joker. You, come on, boy. You're working. <laughs> You're starting to work with me now. <laughs> they laugh him off, mate, as anyone would do. As anyone would do. I mean, to be fair, this geezer's get up is unbelievable. Like, Big old monocle. That monocle is outlined by the biggest, bushiest eyebrows you ever did, sir. Fucking handlebar mustache with, like, a reverse Hitler. Imagine a bit of Hitler's mustache missing from a handlebar mustache. This is this geezer's fucking facial hair right here. And then he on looks top of evil. That, he does. He literally looks like, like... That's a super criminal. That is a super criminal walking to me. He looks like he doesn't like dogs. Yeah, no, he looks like he's got um, some bad intentions. And he does look evil. And uh, he, re- you know, when he re- says his name, mate, his name is Zandu. So he re- reveals himself as Zandu. That is it for me. <laughs> I'm out. No, the second, you know, you look like that, your name's like that, I'm out. Um, they try and bail on him, but uh, they can't because uh, the marvellous Zandu has uh, hypnotised them. Oh, man. So much hypnotism in Spider-Man. They're going to work for him now. They can't feel pain. They're capable of great strength. And uh, they're practically zombies, slave little zombies that he's made his little two-man army. Through his voice, it just seems like he can do that. That's like, like his power, is uh, hypnotising people. But there's no like ringmaster circly thing. So this guy's the he real deal. He just kind of shouts at them. He's not. This guy is the real, this is the real deal. I can tell you now this is about as real as it's going to get as well. <laughs> it's like it's like get the chair from underneath the table, turn it round, sit the wrong way on the chair and go, kids, this is about to get real. You need to prepare yourself. <laughs> I'm just sitting down. I hope you, I hope you clamped the chair. And um, because Zandu's goal, it's not just to acquire a better wardrobe or uh, fix that facial hair or, you know, address his name because he's evil. The goal, mate, is to acquire the other half of the Wand of Watum. You what? <laughs> the Wand of Watum. Wand of Watum. 
Zandu needs it to possess the greatest power of all. He doesn't describe the greatest power of all. He just says that the other half, the wonderful tomb, will help me get it. To, to be honest with you, mate, I already know what the greatest power of all What's is. That? that is love, my friend. <laughs> the power of love. <laughs> the power of love. Yeah, you ain't getting a second verse. Somehow, I think a gentleman whose name is Zandu loved it. It's not an emotion. It's not a feeling. It's a means to an end for Zandu. What's love got to do with it? Got to do it. I will stop singing now. We'll, we're already we're already like on a knife edge with the with the Marvel copyright. <laughs> <laughs> so, who do you think has got the other half of the wonderful tomb that Zandu needs? I'm, I'm gonna guess it's Doctor Strange. How could you have guessed? You know, it sounds so fucking stupid. There's only one single man in the universe who could hold this relic, and it is Doctor Stephen Strange. Of course, it is. I who else could I it have like been? Doctor? I feel like Doctor Strange has got one half of pretty much fucking everything. I've never read a Doctor Strange comic, but I believe I know everything about him, and I've barely seen—I barely remember the film. It's just from the amount of appearances he makes. It looks, he's a fucking sideshow. I mean, I, I remember reading the uh, Civil War comic before actually watching Civil War, and uh, he just sits it out. He's just like, "Nah, this." this not for me, lads. <laughs> it's just like, you know, you know, when you're getting a round of beers and your one mate goes, nah, I'll have a water. And you just like, pusser. He's the guy who has the water. Thank you. You know, Tito, Tito stay hydrated is our number one rule. That's a good Come point, on. to be fair. <laughs> you have a point and a glass of water. Can have both. Uh, Doctor Strange, of no, no, course, no, no, it's got to be. I've got it. I've got it. Doctor Strange is the guy that when you're getting rounds at the bar, he's the one where it's his round, he's in the toilet. He's not in the toilet, mate. He's gone to a different dimension to fight the fucking monolith of Megalossa or something. He's gone to a different dimension to go get fast food. He's gone to go get chicken strips. You know, when he comes back to, like, the Marvel group meetup, I don't know if it's the the massive team, if if it's the Avengers and the Fantastic Four, when he comes back to the meetup, they all know their enemies as, you know, Galactus, um, Dark Ark, or they know their enemies as Ultron, Thanos. They all know their own enemies. Fucking Doctor Strange is the only geezer who goes off on his own thing. Oh, he's just his lexicon is bizarre. It's out there. Like he just says random shit. I'll tell you what: the amount of times he says the alliteration he uses. Well, let's face it. Let's face it. Now, Stanley did write the dialogue for this, and if that man likes anything, it's a bit of alliteration. Doctor Strange, though, it, of course, the wonderful tomb had to be Doctor Strange. It couldn't just be lying around. It had to be in the possession of Doctor Stephen Strange, who is currently examining some scrolls in his sanctum. Sanctorum. That's exactly how it sounds. Are you sure? That kind of sounds a bit racist. Sanctum. Sanctorum. Oh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not going to pronounce it like that, but if you're comfortable. Sanctum. Sanctorum. It's just Sanctum. No, you have to do the booming voice. Sanctum. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Um, He's assaulted by the two zombie slaves, mate. Just straight up beating the fuck out of him. They're going to town because as Do- well. Doctor Strange has no martial arts capability as far as I'm aware at this point. So he gets battered. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's just getting absolutely railed on. His body in him. From that image as well, all I can tell is that his astral form has been punched out of his body. 
like he's looking at himself getting like fucking wild on <laughs> just looking on into the distance is you know what that is that's like if i leave my body it doesn't hurt yeah then you go back into your body it's a prison of just pure pain <laughs> why do i feel like that would be like that would be green goblins like prog rock album name prison of pain prison of pain nah man I can't do it. I, the Green Goblin's out. I can't think about him at the moment. We've got new villains, new characters. Yeah, we have to digest these first. Steamroll yeah. ahead. Dr. Steven. <laughs> um, Prisoner Pone. The two cronies, they body Dr. Strange and they steal the other half of the Wand of Platoon after tearing up the Sanctum. Their actions are noticed by a passing Spider-Man because, of course, Spider-Man has to pass. Spider-Man has to get involved at some point. And he notes this entire event as odd. Wow. It is odd. There's two sleepwalking beasts just walking out of Doctor Strange's <laughs> sanctum sanctum. I guess you could say it's quite strange. <laughs> Spidey confronts them, mate, but he uh, cannot take them down, so they, uh, they beat the piss out of him and continue on under the instruction of Zandu. And they punch him in the exact same way as they did Doctor Strange. You know, you know how- it's literally the same pose. Look at the art. <laughs> He's <laughs> getting absolutely ru- like railed on. But look at their bodies. Spider-Man's body is the exact same as Stephen Strange's. Like, <laughs> he's literally, literally just like, like right-click, flip horizontally. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are on something, though. If they can beat Doctor Strange... To be fair, think, and... think about it now. All, all they need to do is just land one punch, because it would literally be... As soon as one was landed, because they're quite strong. If they, like Spider Man says, in his, even in his own little fucking thought bubble, even my own spider strength can't take a beating like this forever. So it would take one punch, and then the other guy's coming in with the next one. It's like just constant, like boomf, the boomf, the boomf, the boomf, the boomf, like one after the other. So what you're saying is, all you have to do to beat Spider Man is bum rush him. Literally. But you have to be strong strong enough to, to like stun him at least for a little bit. So this isn't good, but Spidey being Spidey drops a spider tracer on his attackers, on his assaulters. See, he's always thinking outside the box, that one. By the way, I'd like to take a, just a moment to say that Zandu's name is so fucked up that Google Docs is literally like, I don't know what this is, mate. Red line. Red line. Red squiggly line Red right line. underneath that fella. Speaking of uh, thinking outside the box, mate, if Spider-Man's head is the box, the only thing he can do is think outside of it because he's getting pummeled <laughs> He's not thinking outside of his out of that box as much as Stephen Strange is because he is literally outside of his own head. Stephen Strange section him. <laughs> I'm just thinking of the, uh, the basement Jack's tune, you know... Uh... Um, the one that featured on the end of Tomb Raider. No. Yeah, you don't remember. <laughs> no. Head, uh, uh, oh yeah, that, that that song isn't known for featuring at the end. I think that Mate, song that is song known was everywhere at the time, man. Zandu has the wand of Tomb now. Good segue. Um, do you want to know what the is the power? Basically, it's really fucking good. It's you can see through dimensions, the doorways in between them, and influence events in other dimensions. So it's basically the most powerful fucking thing that's ever existed. Uh, 
No, no, no. It doesn't look. It does. I'll, I'll take it all back. He doesn't look evil. He's just a straight up perv. You know he's going straight to the girls' locker room with that with that yeah. kid. Oh, watch for this. Watch for this. Zandu, Zandu, man, Zandu to Peter. I tell you what, he gets a Zandu gets a reckoning. A reckon. I've never seen someone been reckoned with this much. He gets a reckoned, reckoned, reckoned with. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the only it. word I can use to describe what happens to him but that's a spoiler so we'll carry on with the story um, Zandu you can now see three dimensions doorways anywhere so he does what he would do with this power and bully Stephen Strange with these newfound abilities <laughs> that's ruthless that is just like geezers you punch him so hard he left his own body and now you just go in the back to just kick him horses down now his body's on the floor and you're taunting him kicking him about However, one man flies into the rescue. Spider-Man jumps in and bounces on Zandu. But uh, Zandu fucks him straight off with a uh, spell. Uh, Sp- Spider-Man gets sent straight into a, a, another dimension. Another dimension! <laughs> yeah, he does. He literally gets fucking flung into another dimension. But it happens really don't, slowly. Don't tell me that he's going to have to like run across the fucking dragon road, get back to Tommy's house. It's pretty much that. <laughs> but the the way he's sucked into another dimension, it's like a big ring, like moving up his body slowly. Oh, okay. But it's happening far too slowly. And he looks down and sees the wand on the floor. He looks What's back up. What's the wand doing on the floor? Why is it looks smoking hot. It's like he's burned Zandu's hand. And Zandu's like, oh, Jesus. Oh, okay. And it's on the floor. Okay, because I, I think the best place to put all my valuable possessions are just straight up on the floor. Like, as soon as I get into any room, I just put my phone, my wallet, my keys directly onto the fucking laminate. And what's what's going on here, mate, is that wand is miles away from him. Oh, yeah. It's, like, it's not in the floor next room. to feet. Like, <laughs> that's the biggest thing in his life right now is a wand. It's like the thing he cannot lose, and there is a enemy next Wait, to hold him. on. Was he bodying Stephen Strange that fucking hard that he was just like, hold on, I need to put this down so I can have full effort in this. Like, maximum effort into already ploughing a geezer on the floor. I think what the one's done, it's opened up the powers for him and he's just set it aside like. Yeah, but, but you're telling me, oh no, I see it now. That skin tight Lycra definitely doesn't have pockets. You know, you can't hold this. You need to, you know, use your full ability on doing the thing you were doing, which is beating up on Stephen Strange from miles away. I wouldn't be surprised if he was just, like, sorting out his moustache. <laughs> but, uh, so Spider-Man is slowly disappearing into another dimension. It's happening really slowly. He's looking up around. He sees the wand on the floor. He just goes, yoink, flings the web on it, snatches it, and disappears for the fucking <laughs> dimension. <laughs> This is where things get strange. This is where things really get strange. So, he's been sent into another dimension. He's got the wand. Xandu sends his like slaves to fight him. And the way the dimension is drawn, it's like fucking... Nah, you know what it is. No, no, no. I I couldn't think of drawing that. I got it, man. I got it, man. Imagine, like, a fully rendered version. Remember when you was about eight and you got your hands on, like, Microsoft Paint for the first time 
and you draw like loads of boxes and circles and squiggles, and then you just use that fill tool until your heart was motherfucking content. That's what this next. That's what this universe looks like. It's like a universe of every kid's MS Paint thing smashed together. Did you ever have that game? Called, like, I don't know if it's a game called The Third Dimension when you was a kid on your computer. And basically, you'd have like landscapes, and all you could do was just click and put like dinosaurs and cubes <laughs> around. <laughs> That's it. That's all you could do is put like fucking 3D Man, shapes I here. What, I don't know what computer you had. I just had Solitaire. But yeah, you could, it was like Solitaire. It was like a program that was already on there. I think it may have been made by Windows like 93 or 95. But you could just put shapes there. That's what this looks like. It's just like someone's put shapes around there and went, whoa, computers. Whoa. <laughs> just looking at a freak like a fucking triceratops on Mars and a triceratops looks nothing like a foot it's like it looks like it's made of plastic mate it's oh, not even realistic you know what it looks like nah I got it I got it I got it I got it you know like 80s like early 80s late 70s like music videos where like they only just oh, recently it looks like Peter Gabriel it looks like Peter Gabriel sledgehammer yes <laughs> there you go man <laughs> <laughs> honestly uh, so I'll describe it to you there's a, a man in half with a leg going to punch Spider-Man who's standing on top of a moon and the moon has like a, a purple line going through it the purple line is straight up penetrating a random rectangle it's a random blue rectangle and for some reason there's like fire in the background and smoke that's basically it yeah, but then there's like some weird beam coming out of some frame which has other planets in it. I wish I could make this. I wish I had. I was this imaginative. There's on the third panel. It looks like there's an orange screaming, and it's trapped in this purple door. <laughs> That's a perfect way to describe it. So there's all. <laughs> It looks like the fucking... You need to get these panels. I don't know what page of the second Spider-Man annual they are, but when you fucking see them, you'll know them. And uh, those register. Those really register. Yeah, they do really, like, get that message of what the fuck is going on, like, straight. I don't know how a man that can't even draw feet properly managed to fucking put this on paper. So Spider-Man's fighting these two cronies in this space between dimensions. One of them gets knocked into this like weird acidic bean juice thing. That, that's that's cool, lad. That yeah. And while Spider-Man and the other crony are fighting on like this DNA structure, I don't know how to describe it. It's just, but with a distraction caused by that, Zandu obviously has his hands full, so he hasn't been keeping an eye on Doctor Strange. Telling me, he, has he actually got back into his body by now? Yeah, he's using the all-seeing eye of Agamotto to track down Xander. It's nice to know that he can use it, though. He's looking to do Infinity War. (laughs) (laughs) Xandu, who has now at this point retrieved the one from Spider-Man who's been brought out of the dimension with a headlock. (laughs) And uh, Xandu's just come in and kind of pulled the wand away and went, fucking little bastard. Strange goes into his astral form to kind of assist Spider-Man, and Spider-Man does not know what the fuck is going on. Wait, I... like he's fighting, he's fighting these people between dimensions into the normal dimension, and Doctor Strange is just floating around. Spider-Man's just getting bodied, and he's just like, 
uh, any any time now, mate. Just want to help for a bone here, <laughs> you know. Just getting absolutely riled on. <laughs> it's like Casper the friendly ghost. No one can see him, and he's trying to like, help the situation kind of go its way by like putting rocks down so they trip over him and stuff, and like dangling electric <laughs> cables, <laughs> like trying to get fucking out Spider Man. That Stephen Strange face looks so like disconcerned, like. He couldn't be any less plain faced if he fucking tried. He just like you know when you see something as as we said earlier, odd, just down the street and you just like, huh. Look at that. That's what he looks like and Spider Man is getting fucking railed. Yeah, Spider Man's getting his he's getting blasted. And uh so this electric cable that's dangling, I think Stephen Strange has kind of like made it so. Uh, Spider-Man puts it together. It blows up into the faces of the two cronies who are knocked out of their hypnosis. Hypnosis, sorry. Uh, Spider-Man is... He, he realises he's got to deal with a big fry now. This is something he's never dealt with. Uh, so... Yeah, the ringmaster was one thing, but like the real deal. So naturally, Zand- uh, he runs straight to Xander, charging. Oh, of course he does, because he never learns. Doctor Strange realises that, hey, I need to go back into my body and help Spider-Man. Yes, uh, Strange, think, Strange knows that Xander is going to be too much. <laughs> you know Spider-Man. what it is? <laughs> Strange has been, he's been, like, he's been trying to buy some time. He knows that as soon as he gets back into that body, world of hurt. We're talking sophisticated <laughs> bones, bruising, <laughs> continue. I wonder what cancer feels like. Like, you go into that, you're like, oh, fuck, <laughs> when did this happen? Yeah, you'd be like, Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. Zero to I didn't 100. feel my lungs getting pushed into this much before. <laughs> you know, it'd be like, you'd be like, you know, when um, you know, you run a bath water and it's a bit too hot, like, Stephen Strange is going to be putting his toe into his body, go, ooh, ooh, <laughs> just ease himself into it. Yeah, his body's a crumpled mess on the floor. He just goes into it, you know, projects himself back into his body. Every sense is on fire. Every nerve is just blistering in agony. <laughs> However, Stephen Strange and his uh, physical body can actually use his uh, Doctor Strange powers. I'm not even sure what the ast- is astral fucking... I don't even know. Astral projections when he's in the astral form. Uh, he makes like weird fucking barriers, yeah. don't he? That's it. Fireworks out of his hands. And, uh, he knocks Zandu off balance with one and Spidey webs Zandu's hands together. Zandu, out of action, mate. Done. Nah, that seems far too straightforward. That's it. They, you know, they have their spat over the comic and uh, they fight in astral form. And, uh, uh, okay. That is it. That is it. For the actual, for the actual fight, though, it's, it's more of a little tangle. They do it like a little Bad tangle the together. For the actual fight, yeah, the actual fight, Zandu's just raging in the middle of the floor. Shooting fucking beams everywhere. Doctor Strange just knocks so him off balance. Basically, turns him into video tech. Yeah, so Spidey webs his hands together so he can't use the wand. That makes sense. Okay, God, as an annual, that felt a lot proper lackluster. That did. Damn. No, that that's it. Almost. We're we're coming to the end. Um, Strange, being a responsible adult, adult drains the power of the wand. Leaving it useless and dead on the floor. At least sell it. This is where the reckoning comes in. 
Strange invades Zandu's mind without consent, oh, mate, I had, mate. to learn of his story. Is this like Bran and Hodor? No, it's when Bran turns around and he's just like, you look beautiful that night. Like, Please fucking stop. Yeah, you little bastard. You little fucking little bastard. Um, Doctor Strange does that. He kind of goes into Zandu's mind, wipes his uh, memory. And yeah, destroys his brain a bit, I think. I think that's what he's getting <laughs> Doctor Strange just comes out and Spider-Man's just like, what, what happened? And Doctor Strange is like, I scrambled him. I scrambled him good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Spider-Man's going to be the... Spider-Man's going to be there like, oh, I, I just arrest them, new shit. I mean, I just leave them. I, I kind of think justice needs to be prevailed. I don't think making... But Zandu didn't even do anything bad. Technically, that's it. I mean... <laughs> he just beat up on Doctor Strange. He's just revenge. Ah, oh, man, I, I don't know. There's some grey areas there. No, to, to be fair, he deserves... He deserves he deserves to be put away purely for that moustache. That bodysuit as well. He does look evil. But what I will say, no actual crime committed. <laughs> I'll leave that one. Hypnotising. There's no proof that he's beat There's no proof he's no, beat up he on fucking Doctor Strange as well. To, although they were criminals, that's still basically, t- that's basically kidnap. I don't know if the punishment <laughs> matches the crime in this occasion. Being fucking lebo- practically an illegal immigrant. That's that. That's a law that was broken. <laughs> Need papers, Zander. <laughs> papers, please. Have you got your papers under with a name like that? I don't think so. Um, that happens. The last panel in a final move. Doctor Strange pledges his friendship to Spider Man, who literally just cannot fucking believe what's just happened. Just Spider-Man very sheepishly walking towards the exit, just one step at a time. And you know, you know, you know, Doctor Strange is just like, just like that creepy, weird kid that always tried to make it get into Digimon cards when everyone else was playing Pokemon. You know that, you know that kid. Yes, I think I might have been that kid. I was about to say I was that kid too. I couldn't, I couldn't afford either. At the big bar and still, and someone gave me Digimon cards and said they were Pokemon cards, so I was in a. You know, I was between a rock and a hard place there. <laughs> oh man! The problem is, is that as I've got older, I realised that like Pokemon was just like fun and cutesy, and Digimon was just like we'll take we'll take a dog and we'll strap an AK to it. How do you feel about dogs with knives? <laughs> it feels like do you know when J-, J Jonah Jameson made the scorpion. Like, how do you feel about a bald man with a big tail that smashes things? Oh, you can't kill him. <laughs> Oh, I would have liked to have been a fly on the wall in that boardroom. That's for sure. Or a spider on the wall, in fact. Indeed, indeed. Um, so that final panel, Doctor Strange gives his uh, friendship to Spider-Man, who realises that he never can ever get on Doctor Strange's bad side. Yeah, Doctor Strange is very powerful, to be fair. I would absolutely not fuck with him. <laughs> because he, he he got battered in that and literally wiped the geezer's Brain from existence. Yeah, like I said, scrambled him. I scrambled him. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if Stephen Strange is supposed to be so eloquent and stuff. He's just like, yes, Spider Man, let's just go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he uh, cleans his memory, wipes his ambition, 
um, be cleansed of all that has happened. Total sleep. I'm going to take that as Obviously, a lobotomy. Someone's dead. I killed him. <laughs> <laughs> Sandy, I don't think Sandy's ever coming back. <laughs> oh, man. I'm glad he's not because I, I, was, I was tempted to right-click his name, add to dictionary. Won't need that no, one. You, no, you won't need that one. <laughs> I'm going to... I'm willing to bet. I'm willing to bet. But that's the end of the second Spider-Man annual special edition story featuring uh, Doctor Strange and Spider-Man meeting up for the first time. So that's, this is the first time we've actually seen him meet up with anyone outside of like the Fantastic Four because the Avengers have seen him and kind of like fobbed him off. But this is uh, serious. So uh, good, simple, effective. Ah, ah you think, you're forgetting about Daredevil. Oh, yeah. That's, Daredevil didn't see him. Daredevil doesn't see anything. <laughs> I think uh, uh, it's an apt time to end it on that one, mate. Yeah, I'm happy to leave it there. But yeah, it's good to be back. It is very good to be back. And again, thank you for putting up with us. Thank you for sticking it out. Um, I can't wait to hear all your happy faces when you get a notification letting you know that we're back on air. And we will, you know, try our best to... Uh, to not take a hiatus as long in the future. Oh, indeed, indeed. For good reason, though. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back soon. The annual, second annual is uh, over and done with. We'll be back with your regular scheduled content of Spider-Man. We'll be continuing with the actual story of Peter Parker and the trials and tribulations of his life. You can leave a review on iTunes and Google. <laughs> They should just rename the Spider-Man comic to Peter Parker. Get Richard <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. Um, I think next time we have the Scorpion, so he's back. <laughs> yeah, he never leaves, and uh, hopefully we'll never leave you again. So uh, I'm James Rushton. You can catch us at Spidey Podcast. Leave a review if you want. And yeah, just tell your friends that we're back. Back in black. <laughs> See you later. Goodbye. Goodbye.